Hey, I'm Amy Atkinson, and it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence to focus on growing my online business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. This podcast gives you all the tried and tested ways to grow your business through social media and digital marketing. You'll hear all my home truths and challenges, but also how to navigate them. It's time to get you seen, so let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this month's podcast. Today, I have got the amazing Eno Coveney, and she is a business coach and host of the Global Phenomenon podcast. She, by the way, she reached six figures before even reaching a thousand followers on any platform. And she helps online coaches monetize their existing network through natural and organic lead generation techniques. So I am so excited to have her on because (laughs) she will give so much helpful information as to how she got there and really what the important things are that you guys need to do with your less than a thousand followers. So let's go. Hey, Ina. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I loved, love, love, love that introduction. Thank you so much. No worries. Um, I thought actually, I thought it'd be really helpful for people to know how we met. So we were in the Let's Sit With Us festival that Lisa Johnson was hosting. So I know a lot of my followers and a lot of my listeners also know Lisa Johnson. And that's how we met. We just started chatting in that Facebook group, didn't we? Yes, and I actually had Lisa Johnson on my podcast on the global phenomenon, and I'm just like in love with the woman. She has accomplished so much in so little time, but not even that, the way that she does it. She's just so genuine about it. She's just so down to earth about it. Um, I interview pretty big people on my podcast, and when I request interviews, I usually get a lot of the, well, you need to have so many downloads and you need to have so many reviews and so many stars on iTunes for us to even consider you. She was just game. I mean, this is a seven figure entrepreneur who's just like, yeah, you want to talk to me? I want to talk to you. And she was so open and candid. So yeah, this is going to be an advertisement for, uh, for Lisa Johnson, because <laughs> we just both love her so much. Yeah, no, that, that is that's really nice that she was like that, actually. Yeah, and, really and, nice. it, and you can hear it in the interview. She did not mind going wherever I was taking her. Like I took her deep into her story and she told me all about it. It was an amazing interview. If anybody wants oh, to check it out on I, the Global Phenomenon. I will check it out. Yeah, go, go and link it in the show notes so people have it. I forget the exact episode number, but it's easy to find. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go and find it and let everyone know so they've got it. Um, But let's get started with what you're actually on here for. Yeah. (laughs) And so you are literally the person to speak to about marketing and speaking to and engaging with a small audience. If you have reached six figures with less than a thousand followers, you are the person to speak to. So I guess the first question is, is that, or the first thing to say is that a lot of the people with big followings they have well they have a large audience so how is marketing to a small audience different from a large audience that is a great place to start (laughs) (laughs) because because when we are trying to grow our businesses the first thing we think of is well I need to be seen I, I need to be taken seriously 
I need to be seen as a professional. I need to be seen as an authority. And what is the first thing that we notice when we follow somebody's account to determine if they're legit or not? Is their follower count? Is the most immediate hit of authority that you can have in your account is the number of followers you have. So let me tell you what happens when people like us, right, who are starting in our businesses, we do not have thousands and thousands of followers. We erroneously think that, wait, if that's the kind of impression that I want to give, that I'm a professional and that I have an authority, then that means that I need to grow my audience. And that's the first place we all start is I need to grow my audience so that I have people to sell to, which is a completely backwards way of looking at your business. I have actually had clients who have 17,000 followers who are hanging on to their every word and they're still not able to sell anything to them, right? So the audience has nothing to do with your income level. It doesn't work that way. Yes, it works to give you a little bit of authority, right? Like an immediate hit of authority, but there are so many other things that those big accounts that those big people who got the big audience, so many things they did first to establish their businesses. And it had nothing to do with growing their audience. So the mistakes that we continue to make is to see to follow kind of like the, what people say that, you know, success leaves clues. I believe this is a big Tony Robbins saying is success <laughs> leaves clues. So watch the people who are successful and do as they do. Biggest problem with that is that the people who are successful did not start where they are now, did not start yeah. with the marketing techniques they're using now. They grew yeah. into them. So the more we try to follow people, follow their, the marketing techniques of big people, the more we're shooting ourselves in the foot, the more we're getting ourselves into debt, purchasing courses that we don't need right now, right? Yeah. Trying to go viral on reels, trying to hire Facebook ad agencies to grow it. Like we are just shooting ourselves in the foot, getting ourselves into debt. And still our businesses are not growing. Still, we're not getting clients. Still, our engagement is low. And we're wondering why it worked for Amy Porterfield. Why isn't it working for me? So yes. when I talk about, you know, your marketing has to be different. People wonder like, but if it's good enough for them, why isn't it good enough for me? It just isn't. They are 10 years ahead of you in their business. So their marketing strategies are going to be different. Their teams are going to look very different. So in terms of what is the biggest difference, if I could pinpoint it, is I would ask you, when was the last time that you had a genuine DM conversation with one of those big people that you follow? When was the last time you had like a nice DM with Amy Porterfield. And I keep going to Amy Porterfield because she's like my beacon, right? Like she's, she was my gateway into the coaching world. Like she's the person that I look up to the most. Yeah. And yet she's not the one that I'm chatting with online. No. Right. No. It, it's just not, um, it's, you know, I teach about this stuff in the podcasting world too. And I tell people like, when was the last time you had a nice chat with Joe Rogan, who's like one of the biggest podcasters in the world, right? Like the answer is never. Yeah. So but when we start our businesses, we actually have the benefit, the privilege to be able to have genuine conversations with the people that we serve. And until we get those 10 years of experience under our belt, dealing with their personalities, with their hangups, with their struggles, understanding where they're coming from, right? So marketing can change. Until that point, we got to keep talking to them. 
we got to keep getting that experience of getting to know what is Amy struggling with right now? What is Tiffany struggling with right now? What is Heather struggling with right now? And be able to describe what is it that they're going through in their daily life. So for example, I had a meeting with a client today where he was telling me, well, what I need to go out there is tell people that uh, they shouldn't have to choose. This is a financial coach. They shouldn't have to choose between their work and time spent with their kids. So I should create a post about, hey, you don't have to choose between your work and time spent with your kids. And I told him like, that is a great way for you as the expert to kind of create a bumper sticker that says, you know, why people need you. But it's not what people are complaining about. Uh, you're not you're not finding people going to a bar, having a beer with a friend, saying these exact words. I wish I didn't have to choose between my job and my kids. What you hear them say is things like, so I missed the soccer game again. So yeah. I missed the play again. So I had to work. I'm going to cry. I've been there. Uh, I had to work late. And my five-year-old had to stay in school until six o'clock at night, right? With, yeah. with strangers, with, with other people. Yeah. And I had to call somebody to go and pick him up from school because I was stuck at work. Yeah. And I'm crying because I've been there. I was there when I was working in corporate, yeah. right? These are the things that people are complaining about. Yeah. So how are you supposed to understand this struggle if you're not having that kind of personal conversations with people who are on the ground actually struggling with it. And I'm telling you, I was not calling anybody saying, can somebody help me be able to manage my time? I was like, I want to get out of here, right? The words that I was using, the thoughts that were going through my head are very different than what we can think of in a lab on an, in an office from our yeah. computer. Yeah. We have to fill our brain with stories and we're not doing nearly enough of that and that's how our marketing has to be different yeah and that's what I say to a lot of people actually is that you have to know your ideal client so well and it is exactly what you've just said that is so important I say use the language that they use and that is exactly what I mean where you don't just talk about the problem. You talk about the feelings and the specifics and like literally exactly what they're saying in order to even resonate because otherwise people don't get it. They're too busy to think about it to get it properly. Yeah. And with so many of us being <clears throat> shy about talking to people online yeah. because we don't want to appear salesy. Yeah because we don't want to push people away with a sales pitch because we're feeling all these all these feelings we are not getting out of our comfort zone to figure out a way that feels natural to us right i i receive dms all the time i got it's funny because i got the exact same dm from this guy twice in a span of like 3 days like he sent me a dm saying i love what you're doing with your brand and I deleted the message because you guys, I don't have time to have meaningless conversations, right? And, and I can tell that that's a pitch. How do I know? I go to their account and I realize they're not even following me. So this is not a genuine person who is 
in love with my content who is coming and telling me, wow, I just need to tell you that what you're doing is awesome. That would be a very, very different message than yeah. what I received. So yeah. I got that message and I, I delete. I don't even engage with that. I just delete. And I just got it like 15 minutes ago. I'm like, yeah, I know. Delete again. <laughs> right? So we are bombarded with these messages. And it's almost like, uh, it's funny because I was just posting about this on, on my stories today. It's almost like we are only seeing bad examples. We are surrounded by bad examples of engagement on DMs. So if I'm surrounded only by bad examples and I come and I tell you, Amy, you need to engage more. The first thing that's going to come to mind is all of those bad examples. And you're going to come and tell me, but Ina, I don't want to do that because yeah. that makes people feel icky. That makes people yeah. feel bad. Yeah. So there's got to be a way for you to still meet people online and yet feel like you're still yourself and like you're still doing it in a genuine, positive way. Yeah. And it, it, I'm sat here smiling because I literally had a very similar conversation, actually, in the end, in DMs, because I got a message from somebody saying, why are you talking about messaging people in DMs? That's not the right thing to do. And I was like, well, first of all, clear. I wasn't obviously clear enough if that's she thought that you just had to go and spam people or she just automatically thought that that's what you had to do, just make people feel icky in their DMs. And I was like, no, when I DM people, I'm literally talking about I will spend time going through their profile, getting to know who they are, finding out things that they're interested in to then like find a common thing to talk about to then <laughs> like start a conversation with them in especially if they've liked a lot of my posts if they've commented on a lot of my posts I genuinely want to care and look at that somebody back I don't want to just go oh hey there I love what you're doing and send the most generic crap message <laughs> right and what you, exactly what that person who messaged you experienced was exactly what we just said is me saying you need to engage more and them saying I only have bad examples in my brain yeah. you are a hack for telling me to do that right yeah. it's like no no i I've created a business based on relationships. Yeah. Like, you know, like you and me, this is how we met. Yeah. Was just <laughs> chatting, was a little like talking online. Was yeah. not like pitching each other. Was not like, hey, Amy, come and check out my masterclass. It's like just naturally talking about what are the things that we're interested in and finding common ground. And let's zero in on the common ground for a second. Because it, in the beginning of my business, I made... I, I wouldn't call it a mistake. I would call it a, an, on, I, I was just not doing this right. Like I was on learning. the right path, just not doing this right. I was learning, right? Yeah. Um, I was studying what other people were doing, right? I was studying the six-figure entrepreneurs and like learning, okay, what is it that they're doing that they're doing right? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, there were certain things that I would just go and mimic, right? I would just take it and just run with it and then realize that that didn't feel right to me, right? Uh, like, like cold DMing or like sending my freebie immediately as somebody hits on follow, right? Not unfollow, hits on the follow, follow. button, right? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> right? Hey, you unfollowed me. Here's my freebie. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, I mean, you followed me. Here's my freebie. Like I was doing things like that that didn't really feel right. So it's time to start like molding and adjusting, right? So the common ground thing became really important because if I'm going around trying to learn how to do engagement and trying to learn the strategy and like they give me the one, two, three, it's like, okay, Ina says to message people, right? So I'm going to go through my followers list and it doesn't matter who they are. I'm just going to send them a message, right? And, and if I see their profile and I see something about spirituality, but I'm not a spiritual person, I'm going to pretend that I like the spiritual stuff just to like get in, right? not okay. The common ground piece is so important is to realize that there is an abundance of people out there that you're not really, you're not meant to engage with a hundred percent of them in the most natural way, because in the real world, it doesn't work that way. You don't actually like everybody, you know, I mean, let's face it, right? (laughs) You're not, you're not friends with everybody who you meet so it's this it's like we have to try to find that sweet spot online too so when I look at somebody's profile if they're talking about things that I don't resonate with I don't send them a message just to check a box just to say like well they're following me and therefore I, I did my duty by saying hey nice post right like no I just actually won't I'm like I I don't see how we could be friends I don't see how they could be my people I don't see how we could like have something in common. So I move right along. I really only initiate this kind of conversations if I see that I'm like, you know what? I can see potential here. I see a friendship. I see a collaboration. I see my ability to help you. I see maybe you can help me. I've actually gotten, (laughs) I've gotten on Zoom calls with followers thinking like, oh, you know, they might want to become a client. And I end up buying from them. <laughs> like, it's like totally, it totally like you, you turn the tables because you have to keep an open mind because yeah. you cannot assume that just because that person hit the follow button, that they are your ideal client. You, it, it would be extremely unusual for your marketing to be so on point that you are attracting a hundred percent your ideal client. It's, it doesn't yeah. work that way. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I tell people is that your goal online as a business with followers is not to get everybody to buy from you. That, I mean, that's, that sounds like, like, wait a minute, I thought that's what we're trying to do. I want everybody to buy from me. I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, you want to get clients. But with your followers list, your only job is to make sure that every follower knows what you do and how you help people and empower them to make their own decisions. We're not here to be pushing our services onto people who don't need them or can't afford them or like none of that. We're here to let them know that, listen, there is an option in the marketplace and this is what it looks like and you're welcome to it and here's a way in, right? And if it's not their thing, at least you know that they know it exists. And if this is not their time, they're going to make that decision on their own. That this is not my time to invest with Ina. This is not my time to be in her program, but I'm going to add myself to the wait list just in case I'll be there next time, right? So we provide options for people. Our only job is to make sure that they understand those options. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, while we're on this note then, so 
I guess we've started talking about what the best ways are to engage with your followers. That's one of them, find common ground. Do you have any other tips, advice, thoughts around that? <laughs> you're nodding because you're like, yes, I've got loads. <laughs> yeah, I got many, 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 many videos <laughs> and, and worth of, of advice on this. So I'm going to give you one more. Yeah. That this is a really hard one, especially when you're starting out and you want to have genuine relationships. It's really hard to take care of this tip because it seems counterintuitive. But keep your leads on a list. So here's the deal. When we are in real life and you meet new people, how many times do we meet someone and we go home and we forget about them? And then we meet them again and we're like, man, I can't remember their name yeah. or like, oh, their face looks so familiar. Have we met before? Right. That's that's normal human behavior is me meeting you. And it's not that you're not memorable. It's not that you're not special. It's not that this connection didn't mean something to me. It's that I'm a human being. And I meet a lot of people every single day. And it's going to be really, really hard for me to put that kind of expectation on my brain to exactly and perfectly remember every single relationship that I make out there, especially when we're talking about the volume that we're talking about online. So it is very important that you group the people that you're talking to, the people that you meet, the people that you got a spark with, the people that you clicked with, to put them on a list and to continue to revisit them is to continue to go and check out their profile because this is basically an aid that you're giving to your brain. We wish that we could remember everybody, that we had perfect recall and that nobody was ever forgotten and that you could follow up with everybody. Hey, how's your son doing? Hey, how's your daughter? Hey, how did the thing go with your husband? Happy anniversary. We wish we could have that perfect total recall in our brain. Since we don't, right? We, we've kind of decided as a society that if I can't remember you, then that, that means something bad about me, right? That means that, oh, I'm not caring enough, or uh, I didn't find value in our connection, or, you know, like when somebody forgets about you, that stings, right? It hurts a little bit when that happens, someone forgets about you. So the best thing that we can do as entrepreneurs engaging with new people online is to help our brain be the caring person that we are, because I promise you, I never forget anyone because I thought that they were not important. I forgot them because it's been a while, because I'm human, because I have a human brain. Okay. So help yourself in showing that caring side of you by keeping the people that you care about on a list and continue to visit them and continue to comment on their posts and continue to give them the love and continue to follow up with them because that's where relationships are built. And you don't, don't, don't want to rely on your silly brain to yeah. just be, be the subpar brain that it is. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to rely. You don't want to leave it up to it to be making that kind of faux pas. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. It, it's so true. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just that this is a really hard topic to talk about because we want to believe that if, so, if somebody remembers us, it's because they care. And that's the only way that you can mark that they care. So yeah. keeping people on a list sometimes can feel a little bit like, well, that's like cheating. 
that's like, it's almost like pretending to care when you don't really, because if you really did, you would remember them. And it's like, no, it's an aid. It's, it's help. It's a tool for you to continue to be the caring person that you are and not let your brain do that to you. I really like what you've just said then, because I, I have a list of like things to do all the time, but a list of people that I, yeah, exactly how you've just described. And you have just made me realize that I don't visit it all the time because I must have thought, oh no, I, sh I should just remember. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. I mean, it's this funny. is me giving, giving you and your audience permission to use aids like yeah. a spreadsheet, like a list. I give you permission to help yourself. Wow, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> That's mad because honestly, I do it. But then I know, I also know that I feel... I felt funny about it and now I know why I feel funny but actually that's nonsense it How doesn't funny. I'm telling you because especially because of the thing that we said before that we don't engage with people we don't care about we just yeah. we just don't we're not gonna do that so no. let's help ourselves and remember the people we do yeah oh I love that thank you Ida and, and thank you for coming on today is there anything else you've got You've just finished your free masterclass, haven't you? Have you got another one coming up? Yes, anybody can go and check out which masterclass I have coming up by going to tinyaudiencemasterclass.com. Yeah. But if you want to start getting results right now, if you want to start getting in the driver's seat of your engagement, I do have a guide that I created where I sat down and I wrote very painstakingly 100 engagement post ideas. And I am telling you, every time that I wrote one, I would walk away and I would get some water and I would do some jumping jacks and I would come back and write the next one because I wanted to make sure that every single idea put you in the proactive in the proactive stance, right? In the in the driver's seat of your engagement so that you never have to say, well, people are not engaging with me. Who cares? Are you engaging with them? And how do you post in a way that invites that kind of engagement and that it keeps you in a proactive state? And you can actually find that guide anytime by going to 100, that's the number 100, 100postideas.com. Perfect. That's so easy for people to find. Yeah. I, and I will put it in the show notes anyway. So people have got it, but. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute delight to have you on. Yay. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. This is stuff that I could talk about all day long. So <laughs> I really hope that it was helpful to everybody out there. And I hope that um, everybody goes and finds me and sends me a DM and I promise you, we will end up being like best friends because I just love my DMs. I am on Instagram at your engagement coach. So go there right now and send me a DM. You don't even have to follow if you don't resonate with this. Only follow if you resonate with this and send me a DM and say that you heard about me here in the Amy, the Femme Entrepreneur Show.
so much. Okay, everybody. So Ina's given you all of her information, but it will be in the show notes. So don't worry, you can catch it all there if you didn't get it all. But obviously, you can always pause, rewind and listen to it. Make sure you subscribe and I'll see you next month.